On today's episode of the Wave Podcast, we have Colton Kowser finally got the call up to join the Orioles after a very long-awaited first half of the season. Made his Major League debut Wednesday night against the Yankees, and we're super pumped about it. Also, in honor of 4th of July, we talk a little bit about the greatest athlete of all time, Joey Jaws Chestnut. Captured his 16th mustard yellow belt, so we just had to give him the praise and honor that he deserves. We're talking a little bit about the Orioles farm system. They are absolutely loaded right now. We talk about some of the guys that we could be seeing in the near future join the Orioles from the minors. And also, a little bit further down on the farm, some of the guys that could be getting the call up to AAA and AA very, very soon. We're also talking a little bit about the All-Star rosters and, more importantly, the Home Run Derby, which Adley Rutschman is taking part in, just announced the other night. And lastly, we wrap up with our second Top 5 draft. This time we're doing Top 5 Fourth of July things. Loaded episode for you guys this week. A lot of baseball talk, a lot of holiday talk. Without further ado, here we go. Episode 61. Welcome back to the Wave Podcast. Today is Friday, July 7th, 2023, episode 61. Wow. Dude, we are, uh, summer's basically over. Fourth of July was this week. I know, End man. of summer. It's done. I, I said to my client, uh, mom, this, this yesterday morning, I said, you know, it's funny. When Fourth of July comes as I get older, the older and older I get once Fourth of July hits, I'm done with summer. I'm over it. Yeah. I mean, you and I have had this discussion many times before. Summer's overrated. It's the most overrated season that there is. I don't understand people who are like, oh, summer's the best season. Summer's Brother, my favorite season. I can't season. breathe when I walk outside. No, it's like, and I forget, I was listening to somebody talk, and they said that. Like, Maryland is best. We always have pretty fucked up weather when it comes to seasons changing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it felt like we were actually getting like real spring. Like the weather was nice. It wasn't too hot. It was yeah. brisk. We had a legit spring this year. Like legit. we had a legit spring. Right. But it felt like overnight it went from like tolerable spring weather to bring Unli- a change of clothes with you wherever you go. Unlivable summer weather that I can't stay. You can't do anything. No, like it's literally, it's unbearable. It's absolutely unlivable. It's like I walked outside this morning for five minutes to get something out of the mail. And I was sweaty by the time I walked back in. Like, it's just you can't you can't enjoy it. I was uh, I was back working at my old employment today to help them out with some stuff. And I walked out. There was a camp going on. So, like, I walked out this checking out on camp. And it's a walk from the front doors around the building to, like, the back of the building where the camp area was. And by the time I walked up there, said hello to some friends. And asked them how they were doing. They were like, how are you doing? I said, I'm hot. I'm going back in. <laughs> like, I was done. I was like, I have fun with this today. I went back inside. It's disgusting. Yes. This is, to me, way worse than 20 degrees. Yeah. 
like, no question. Not dude. even because in twenty degrees, I can wear a jacket. I can wear some some long johns underneath. I can wear a beanie. It's covered my ears. Bundle up. I can bundle up. I look like a goddamn Eskimo for all I care. I can't walk out naked. I can't. And even if I'm naked, I'm still hot. Right. I walked out today to take a gym for a walk, and I didn't have a shirt on. And a, I felt like I was a weirdo because I had like my nipples at. And I was it's like, a I'm weird un- move. I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. I just got done working out, and he wanted to go out real quick. So we went out the back door, and I just kind of like walked him, and he wanted to go a little further. So then I was like out in it, and I was like, ah, shit, ah, fuck. And I didn't know, like, I, didn't, I, I, yeah, I just didn't feel comfortable. Um, which is funny when you like walk out in your neighborhood without your shirt on versus like. Anywhere else, I'm fine with it, but just in my neighborhood, it, it was weird. It's very strange. yeah. You know, I can't ever say that I've walked through my neighborhood shirtless. I don't think I've ever done that. Yeah, I, it, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know why you would. Obviously, you were in a bit of a circumstance there. I was in a, I but... was in a. No, my neighbor across the street, this dude, he's outside with no shirt on, like almost daily. See, I feel like that is like pre-crime, and like it's not. He's like, he's, it's a weird thing he's got going on over there. Well, it sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, like every once in a while, if I was working out, run out to my car and get something, not a big deal. Well, yeah, sure. I've done that too. And like, there have been times where like, if I'm cleaning my car or wash my car or something on a Saturday and like, I'm doing something outside, especially during the summer, like I'll take my shirt off, like, you know, try to get a little sun and whatnot. But yeah, no, walking through the neighborhood, that's. That's the it wasn't step a, that it I wasn't taken. a good it wasn't a good time. And then I thought Jim was gonna die of a heat stroke because he was acting weird. So I picked him up and we ran inside. I got a couple scratches on my chest. It wasn't great. Yeah, that sounds rough. Yeah. Well, aside from dying from the heat almost, how are you? How have you been? I'm good, man. Just kind of it's this time of year. I hate it. It's just boring. It's, just it's dog days of summer. What sucks too is that like I don't have a vacation this summer. So mm-hmm. like I don't have it until the beginning of fall, and so like I'm trying. I'm in this weird stage where I'm like trying not to wish time away because life is truly very precious, and I'm like also very looking forward to some things coming up in the next like four months. But I'm like, it's a very strange state. It's a very weird state. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I my previous job before the one that i currently am working in uh i didn't have like pto and we didn't get like scheduled vacation or anything like that so for like three years i just didn't have a vacation out of college which good and bad has its has its pros and cons and i've kind of just grown accustomed to that right now so like i don't i'm not taking a vacation either um and like i'm a i'm okay with it but uh the thought of like having a week where i don't have to answer emails and i don't have to like deal with idiotic people and doing dumb shit just sounds so nice dude it's but, nice it's a good mental recheck yeah i just i prefer i also prefer like weekend trips here and there like i'll take a thursday and a friday off or a friday off and i'll just go somewhere for a long weekend i've done that a couple times in the last like two years which i really enjoy um but yeah i honestly i could not tell you the last time i had an actual full like week-long plus vacation it's been forever it's sad dude you need to do that eh. like you should come to duck well that we've already discussed I can't can't do it. I mean, you can you can do it in theory. I can. Yes, but I can't. I mean, you no, no, no. There's no scenario where you can't do it. You can totally do it. You have the PTO. You just don't want to hang out with us. That's, that's all it is. Well, that's just not true. <laughs> you and Aaron Rodgers are, are perpetuating propaganda. Come on, dude. 
No, I'm on thread. I'm not, I'm not on the Aaron Rodgers and, and Elon Musk gang, dude. That ain't me. Oh, you left you left Twitter for a uh, different social media platform. That sounds familiar. What are you talking about? Not nothing. What are you talking about? <laughs> nothing. Uh, all right. Anyway, I'm LeBron uh, James. Right. <laughs> let's get into it. Uh, so before we go ahead and talk baseball, um, obviously this week was 4th of July on Tuesday. 4th of um, July. I got buckled. Holy smokes. You had yourself an afternoon. That Holy was uh, that was the most banged up I've seen you get in a very long time. And it was hilarious. Like just that was, the, that was it was the it was first amusing. I've gotten I've gotten drunk many times in my life. Sure. It was the first time in a long time that I got drunk off of beers. And like like white claws and high noons. Like I normally when I get that drunk, it's near it's normally either wine or liquor. Like one of the two. I don't get drunk off of beers. And it came up on me and hit me. Brother, I was in bad shape. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a real aggressive play, knowing that you had work the next day and you were gonna be working with a child. Yeah. I made it through though. I did a good job. Yeah, you did. No, no, no. You you held it together pretty well. I'm impressed, honestly. But yeah, yeah I you 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 tied one on for sure Tuesday night. Yeah. I told literally the funniest part is I told Kristen as I was pulling out of the house to go there, Kristen was like, um, what do we want to do for driving home? I was like, nah. I was like, baby, I'll be fine. I ain't getting buckled tonight. She goes, You say that every time. And I'm like, Well, and I'm like, there's no there's no like I, I don't I'm not gonna get drunk. I got drunk. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Uh, but aside from Scott just getting obliterated, um, we saw another piece of greatness yet again that we've come accustomed to on 4th of July. Joey Chestnut. Oh, dude. my God, your, dude. Your guy. He's the greatest athlete of all time. The Without greatest. Question. You know, Babe Ruth couldn't even do that, and that dude slugged glizzies in the dugout. He couldn't even do that. He's not even close to Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. Honestly, the only person that maybe rivals Joey Chestnut's greatness is the guy that Jesus? does the announcing. Oh, no, no, that's a good, that's good. The he guy does that does job. the announcing for the hot dog contest. I yeah. mean, that guy, you want to talk about a weapon of mass destruction. That guy ha- has never missed. Not no, once. No, no, he does a good job. That's a really good point. He does a phenomenal job. I wish I knew his name because that, that guy deserves yeah, I mean, all the praise. I don't think we need to, do we? I, I wish I knew his name, honestly. Right. But that guy kills it. And he says it every year. What greater fortune have we to live in a universe of infinite possibility? And we are able to witness Joey Chestnut's greatness. And he's right. Joey Chestnut Brother. is undisputed. It's look, it's Michael Phelps. It's Tom Brady. It's Michael Jordan, LeBron, James. Jordan, LeBron, James, Shohei Otani. Otani. Joey Chestnut Alex belongs Ovechkin. in that conversation. Yes, Alex Ovechkin, well said. Belongs in that conversation. Joey Chestnut is in the and, pantheon and, of athletes of all and time. And he's on I'm comfortable to say he's better he's better to me than Michael Jordan. There's he certainly an argument to be made there. He he, now you're right, he doesn't. And honestly, like you look back Joey so Joey Chestnut won his what? It was his 16th total mustard belt. Yep. Um, 16 and 17 years, eight straight. And that's bananas. Bananas. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about a dynasty. Jordan won what? Jordan won six in 
10 years or something. Yeah, I think he won three, and then he won three again. Yeah, it, it was two separate three-peats. I don't know how much time was in the middle yeah. there that he missed. Which, but anyway, hey, we'll just... Hey, that's sick. That's, yeah. I mean, Tom Brady winning seven in 22 years, 21 years, whatever it was. Like, that's... Is that more impressive than Brady? The three and three? What, Jordan's six titles? I don't think so, just because I think of... I, I think football I think you're is... right. I think winning a Super Bowl is a little more difficult. Yeah. I think the... The, the separation between teams and they're great. And like in a seven game series, so much could happen. And with football, it's one and done and you get one bad Sunday. And yep. Sound you're done. Exactly. And plus like Tom Brady played, I think like 23 seasons. It came to 22, 23 seasons, something like that. And he won seven titles like his at one point, <laughs> not very far off from the end of his career, his potential of reaching a Super Bowl was more likely than Steph Curry making a three-pointer. And Steph Curry's the greatest shooter of all time. Yeah, that's so, nuts. So, yeah, I, I don't think it's crazy to say what Brady accomplished in his career was more impressive than Jordan, yeah, not to discredit anything Jordan did. Um, but all this to say, Joey Chestnut is more belongs accomplished than any of them. Belongs in the category. Belongs in the conversation. On the Mount sure. Rushmore. In the Pantheon, on the Mount Rushmore, whatever you want to say, Joey Chestnut is that guy he's there uh, i think i think he i think he took down what 64 glizzies on on tuesday Kristen, have i ever eaten 64 glizzies in my life i think i've i'm around that for my entire 25 years of existence and joey chestnut you have did to it in, you have to you know chris made a good point you eat oh, probably more than you know of when you're a kid because that people cut up hot dogs sure easily eat. but i would say in the last 10 15 years i probably have eaten on a single hand how many hot dogs i've had so i was gonna say since 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 i've become an adult i think i can i think i can confidently say maybe in the last six years i've eaten 12 hot dogs max yeah like i just don't eat them as an adult yeah Um, i agree yeah and (laughs) joey chestnut man that guy's toilet i was talking to your dad on tuesday oh must be like industrially reinforced to his floor because i mean you want to talk about a murder scene after the fact hey come on dude r.i.p to that guy yeah that that's gross i mean i I didn't need to have that image but um funny enough it's a a legitimate probably bloodbath yeah yeah and i like I, I hope he doesn't live in New York full time because like he would actually like he what he would do would require Spider-Man to help fix to the to the sewage system and the water pipes. Yeah, and all. yeah. you're probably right. But anyway, I wanted to bring it up before we jumped into our baseball talk this week, because. God damn it, he did it again. And at the end of it, I don't know how in tune you were, because we, you know, we were at we were at Schmee's and we were watching the game and all. And it was kind of we almost didn't have it. It almost got canceled because of rain. And, yeah. and Joey Chestnut said, you know what? It didn't rain. When George Washington crossed the Delaware, it didn't rain when uh, Paul Revere rode through Massachusetts. The rain didn't stop those guys. So it's not going to stop me. And Joey Chestnut bullied. He bullied the commission to put it back on. And it happened. Good on Joey Chestnut. An American American hero. hero. We got our hot dog eating contest on 4th of July. And he took home the mustard belt again. So good for Joey Chestnut. Legend. 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 Absolute legend. So anyway, now that we got that out of the way. We can talk about some baseball, and boy, do we have some shit to talk about. I, last night, out of 
I think I said this in a group chat. I've been really excited about these prospects getting called up and the, and the no pun intended, the prospect of what these players can be. Um, for me personally, Colton Kowser is on that tier of the Adley and the Gunner for me of excitement. Westbrook gets called up. I mean, I'm pumped and I'm happy. That was more so to fill a team need of the hole there at shortstop and middle infield. I was comfortable with them calling up Kowser and moving whoever it needed to be to be moved, like force him into it. You know what I mean? The Westberg one was more so, holy shit, our middle infielders suck balls. And then you pull him up. It's just going to be better regardless of what he does. Like he can't be worse. So brother Kowser looked comfortable. He looked, he looked good. He looks like he just looks like Nick Marcakis to me. He looks consistent. He looks just fluid, sound. A guy that you're gonna be able to pencil in. He looks like a leadoff hitter to me in the next 10 years. He looks like someone that's just gonna hit a modest 270, 285 on base at 350 range. Just consistent. And I am so fucking excited for him. I'm so pumped. Me too. And so like, I, I heard you talking about him yesterday in the group chat saying exactly what you just said, that you were most excited about him. And he was kind of in that echelon of the Adleys and the Gunners in terms of the Orioles prospects. Um, I don't know that I go that far personally. Uh, I'm very excited about him. Don't get me wrong. And I am super, super pumped that the Orioles decided to call him up. And frankly, it was overdue. Uh, if he doesn't get hurt earlier in the season, he probably comes up a month ago, a month and a half ago. He probably gets caught up when, when, when uh, Cedric, Cedric got, hurt. got hurt. Yeah, exactly. Um, but nevertheless, the Orioles, Orioles finally called him up. I didn't realize he was as high on the prospect boards as he was, but he's the Orioles second overall prospect yeah. and he's the 14th MLB overall prospect. So, so he's so obviously the like they, added another guy in the top 100 this week. Did you see him? His name's like, yes, Samuel, uh, Basayo, Basalo. So when you add him and for like, I understand why, but Grayson's not in there anymore because he got called up. So last week, the Orioles had, if you count Grayson, would have had 10 players in the top 100. And people sit here and go, oh, well, obviously you tanked. Look Mm -hmm. at Detroit. Look at the Pirates. Look at whoever has sucked balls. The the Nationals. They have some, but they don't have 10. And here's the thing. The O's weren't one every year. They were one twice. Kowser, Kowser was five. Heston was five, I believe. I think Heston was three. Heston was three. Heston okay. may have been two, to be honest. Was Heston two? I think. I think. You so know, you might be right, actually. But anyway, no, you're you're absolutely right. Like it, it really is. As much as you know, we kind of be we're nitpicky on some of his roster management moves, which I think he's he's maybe warranted. Um, but no, Michael Elias roster management is very warranted. The way he builds prospects is remarkable. Michael Elias has done. Almost done, everything perfect in terms of this rebuild. And he's done exactly getting, what he said he was going to do. Exactly. He he was thrust into a damn near impossible situation with how bad and how beaten down the Orioles system was and just the overall franchise. And he was like, look, we're going to suck. He basically had the same mindset that the 76ers had back before the whole process thing. He said, yeah. we're going to suck. We're going to put a bad product out there, but you guys have to stay with us because there is a plan. And last year, obviously, we started to see the beginning of that. We started to see the seeds start to sprout. And this year, it is full. No pun intended. It's li- it's been liftoff. All these prospects coming up. It's, you know, 
started with Gunner last year, and obviously Adley, but started with Gunner in the fall, in August or September, whenever he got called up. Yeah, And then obviously you get Westberg. We've seen Joey Ortiz here and there. We had Grace in the beginning of the season. Uh, it's time the, for him to be up too, by the way. It's time. We'll, we'll get there, time. but I absolutely agree. I mean, he's just, what he's been doing lately is just. And now this is, do, yeah, we'll get, we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, the Orioles, obviously they called up Colton. When was that? Monday night. Called up Colton Kowser Monday night. Number two overall prospect in the system number 14 overall prospect in the bigs. And I think personally, and maybe it's just because I don't like the guy, but Ryan McKenna got DFA to make the spot for him, which overdue, later. well, well, well overdue. Colton Kowser in his three at-bats or four at-bats last night, however many he got, looked like a better big league baseball player than Ryan McKenna already. Ever did. There was, Colton was comfortable. He has a very good eye at the plate. He took a couple borderline pitches that if you don't have a dog shit umpire behind the plate, he, was he probably awful. gets the calls. The umpire last night was terrible. I don't know who it was. These umpires all year have been so bad. But anyway. So is that just me? That's not just me, right? No, they've been terrible. They've been, I kind of hate large, all MLB awful. umpires more than any sport. Like, I know a lot of people get on, like, NFL officials. I loathe MLB umpires. I think they have a job that's not – it's not It's not like these other sports where the game's moving really fast. Like, yeah, they're throwing 100 miles an hour. But, like, a strike's a strike. Like, a strike yeah. is a strike. The guy's out. It's not like with hockey where there's plays going everywhere. Football where there's a million different. Baseball is the easiest one. And you've got four guys on the field, so you don't even have to move. Like, it's bullshit how awful these guys are. It's no, awful. I completely agree. I completely agree. You're absolutely awful. right. Like, baseball, obviously, if officiating a professional sport, it's going to move fast. There's going to be difficulties. Sure. Like, you can't be perfect. You're human. Like, that's... To be expected. I don't get too upset over the like missed like tag out plays because those are bang bang that can go. Sure, in. it's the sure. balls and strikes that get me because it's a set zone, Dante. Yes, it's, yes. Like it's 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 basic. And I know I know all the 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 baseball old heads and the classic people are gonna say, well, you know, different umpires having different no, strike zones. No, that's, that's not part what of the it game. Says. It it used to be part of the game, sure, but frankly, now we're in an age where that can be overruled. Like that's bullshit. There's there's a you don't go to, you don't go to a, a football stadium and say okay well this umpire or this referee like they this is holding for them but it's not holding for another guy like no sure. the rule is no, the rule no, not that. that's like saying well the first down marker is 10 yards away for him but for him it's actually like eight and a half he thinks it's a first down like, right like no it, there needs it's there needs to yards. be less there needs to be less subjectivity in yeah. the balls and strikes i completely agree and it feels like the the umpires this year have just been like worse, been like significantly worse. I don't know what happened or, but like, it's been tough. I said it like a month into the season. If there's ever been uh, a case study or, you know, proof that we need robot umpires, it's been the umpires this year because they have been so bad. I follow a Twitter account that shows you the stats of umpires every night. You get like at like 12 o'clock every night, they just release all the results and it's just tweet after tweet. And I always try to find the guys that do the O's game. And bro, like, you know, it's actually it's pretty crazy how there's a percentage of balls and strikes of their correctness. And normally they're in like the 90, the 95. And if you're real good, they're like 95 and up. There was a couple of nights ago, and I don't know remember what it was, but it was like he was in the like mid 80s. That's yeah, that's awful. just not good enough. That's so <laughs> bad. It's like it's it's, awful. It, it's atrocious. I just I I'm I'm so done with it. You've seen it in the minor leagues. These guys challenge it, they challenge it instant ball. Cool, thanks. We move on. Doesn't have to be as big. 
ordeal of the manager wants to look at it. It's just if the player wants to check, flip it up. And that can be, I, I don't know. I just, I, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. No. I dude, I am too. And I hope we get to the point where in the major leagues they have something like that, or we just fucking get it, get the call right the first time. Yeah, why can't we just get a, a thing in the, the umpire's ear? Yeah. Bang, strike. There might be a millisecond delay, but you get it right then. The catcher or the umpire has a speaker that tells you like it's a robotic strike ball. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's not hard. It's, it's not hard. We're in 2023. We have the technology. It's not hard. We've but had anyway. the technology. Right. It's just these um, umpires are these big old old heads, and and they all the, they all have they all get butt hurt they all get their feelings who, hurt and they want to make up for it they want to be the centers of attention that's the thing that pisses about, me off the most. who's talking about pitch clock anymore it nobody at the beginning of the season it was an uproar it was an it was an absolute oh we're ruining the game no it's made the game so much more enjoyable and these games are ending at nine forty five nine thirty instead of ten fifteen ten thirty it's not fun. No one wants to watch that. No one wants to watch these umpires suck balls anymore. It's just like it's the basics, balls and strikes. Get it right. I'm I'm done with it. No, I, I realize was gonna get this mad over it. I'm I'm mad. <laughs> hey, but hey, we're here. And frankly, I'm glad that we are because points were made. But yeah. anyway, no, I'll, just to take it one step further before we got off on this tangent, Colton looks so comfortable at the plate. You could see he was taking a lot of really good pitches to to take. Uh, got a couple shit deals uh, as far as like strikes called against him. Um, but in his first game up, he comes up with a clutch RBI base hit in his what second at bat, third at bat, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, had a really nice moment. They tossed the ball to his dad up in the stands. That was really, That's really cool. cool. Yeah, it was awesome. But it just, you know, it goes, it goes to show you the, everything that you and I have been saying, everything that all of Orioles fans have been saying over the last two months. He's is, been so ready, dude. Like these guys are I'm ready to go. Even man. in the boat of like, yeah, he's going to have struggles. That's just anybody. Sure. I don't think he's going to have the struggle like Adley had coming up and kind of what we saw with Gunnar at the beginning of this season. Cause I think he's so polished and he was a college hitter. He's so polished and he has, he doesn't have, I love Adley, but Adley has some holes in his swing. You can kind of see he tries to launch a lot. Looks mm-hmm. like Colton. And I'm not like one of those guys that that's bad. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm just stating a fact of what's a short, quick, Swing versus one that I'm all for launching the ball, hit some bombs, dude. Like I'm all in it, but it just looks like Colton has a little bit more of a sound swing that just makes contact more of the time. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. His swing looks smooth. He looks very centered. Like everything mechanically looks really, really sound for him. And honestly, like you said at the top, the thing that I just can't get over from last night is just how poised he was because like, not only was he making his major league debut, obviously the moment is going to get to you a little bit, regardless of who you are you're making your big league debut in Yankee stadium against the New York Yankees. Like it's not, it's not like that's a particularly easy place to play, you know, and add on top of it. It's a divisional game. The Orioles are doing well. You have the whole Aaron Hicks sideshow thing going on. So it's, it's already a hostile environment, but he handled it about as well as you could. And then obviously he gets the, he gets the RBI base knock and whenever that was the seventh inning or sixth inning, whatever. And then followed up by, you know, the other young gun on the team, Colton Kowser driving in uh or sorry not not Kowser, uh Westberg Westy. Westberg driving in Westberg driving in three or two however many it was on the triple and uh like I said it just goes to show you that these young guys man they're they're tearing it up for a reason in the in the minors like they are ready to go if they can help your team get their asses up there's no there's no sense in in wasting their at bats wasting their their swings down in my in triple a ball so I'm just I'm happy to see him finally up. It's about time he's up. He's deserved it. And, and I honestly I cannot wait to see what he does the rest of the year. 
he yeah it's i'm just pumped to watch him rake at camden with that short porch yeah. on right field um he looks good defensively too like i think mm-hmm. people say he he's he could potentially be a center fielder but with cedric there hopefully he can get rolling a little bit um no i just it's funny every time they put up one of these um you know position player prospects and they plug them into the lineup it just looks so much better every time like you know when they threw in adley it was crazy he was the only guy really and you're like damn that looks way more professional and then they Mm -hmm. brought up gunner and you're like oh shit look at this and now they brought up westberg and they brought up like i was saying to dad yesterday or i think it was two guys it was like they're now getting to a point where they got like five of their prospects like homegrown guys being their dogs like we're in a position and I understand that like a lot of people were like, well, the O's were really good from that 12 to 15, 16 run. They didn't have this. It was a bunch of, it was like a bunch and I loved it, but it was a bunch of like Chris Davis's who was homeroom. Kind of though. Like we got him in a trade. Yeah, It doesn't Adam feel Jones who we got in that. Uh, what was that? Eric Bedard I would, trade. I would we say got Adam Jones. Jones. Well, no, Jonesy wasn't homegrown. You're right. Sure. He never played a game in the minors. Really? The, the, the most notable, the most notable homegrown was guy Manny. was Manny. Was yeah. Manny. Right. And, and then, I mean, readers, readers, Nick Markakis, was he, did he come up yeah, with us? He was so baby. Baby we had cakes. some, we had some, but like, this obviously Chris Davis, same. Mark Trumbo, like we had Nelson guys, Cruz. Nelson Cruz, right. We had guys here and there. Andrew Travis Miller, Snyder. when he was here, who Travis Snyder, remember him? Yeah. Fuck that guy. Remember, that, remember... Was there. that was Dan Duquette for placement of Nelson Cruz. Yeah. I remember uh, one game in Boston in like April mid-april it was cold he was wearing a full-blown hoodie under his jersey I, after that i was like yeah i'm done with him get yeah, him off he the stinks team. He fuck stinks. that guy yeah it just um, seems more it just seems more sustainable um mm-hmm. the next guy i'm really i want to see my man heston i want him up here so i'm glad you brought that up that segues really good really well into uh the next topic of conversation i wanted to bring up um now that so i kind of mentioned it last week after westberg came up like Obviously, at the at the point that we discussed it last week, he had only had three games with us against the Reds, uh, but he was five for twelve, I think, in that series. And obviously, like he looked good, like he looked like he was ready to be here, wasn't stumped. He, Similar he, to he hit the ground looked like last night. Yeah, exactly. So I, I brought up the question to you last week: Do you think this makes Elias think differently about bringing up a guy like Colton? So now I'm oh, thinking, oh, okay, now I'm thinking we got Colton up. Let's see how he does through, you know, the end of the Yankee series into the twin series, heading into the break. Then maybe end of July, if Heston is still doing what he's doing in AAA, which I mean, if it feels like he hits a home run every other game, like it feels like he's just his swing match Taylor. And what I love is he's hitting a lot of opposite field. Home yeah. Runs a lot too, of opposite field power. He's using the entire field, which is really, really impressive. You put him in Camden boy. Oh boy. Um, but anyway, which is probably why they drafted him. Um, but anyway, I, we all, we all know what he's doing. It feels like the Orioles and Orioles development Twitter is, is tweeting it out every day, but there are a couple other guys too, that I think are ready to go. Um, so the first one I co- that comes to mind is Connor Norby. Not only, not only is he kind of a big name within the Orioles system, he's kind of been here for a while. He's 24 already. Um, and Damn. he's not necessarily like, I think he's getting traded in two weeks. I see. I, I'm inclined to agree with you because I'm looking at his stats right here. I wrote him down. He's got a 284 average, which I mean, not bad. Uh, good. 338, 338 slugging, uh, and 787 OPS. So, not great, not horrible. 
Uh, oh, excuse me. That three, good. Yeah, right. It's, you know, it's not awful. Uh, 24 doubles on the year, nine home runs, 49 RBIs. But like I said, he's 24. Um, what I like about him, or at least I should say what, what intrigues me about Connor Norby is he kind of fills the second base hole. And obviously we have Frazier. He's not going anywhere because of what we're paying him, which sucks. Um, but to me, like Gunner should be your everyday fixture at either shortstop or third base. I personally think Gunner's going to be our third baseman. Um, and I would like to see Westberg at shortstop. I don't know why, but that's just me. So I feel like that second base spot is there to be had. Right. I now. want Ortiz at second, dude. I want to see him play dude, more I, consistently. I completely agree. Like I would much rather have Ortiz up in the bigs rather than, I don't know, some of his these like love, apparently his glove is like just as is like top in the rotation, in the, the like organization across the board. Yeah. And I mean, we kind of saw that a couple months ago when he was up and he was yeah. getting sporadic, you know, time on the field here and there. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm inclined to agree with you just because I feel like Connor Norby is one of those guys where like, we're kind of in like a use him or lose him spot with him right now. So I could, I could very well see him being packaged in a trade. Another guy that I'm really, really interested in is, uh, Cesar Prieto. Um, so Scott, I'm going to read you his stats. Um, so he's been in AAA for 11 games, just got called up, which I didn't know. Um, yes. But he's been in AAA for 11 games. He was in AA 58 games this season, so started the year there. Um, between those two levels, he's got 17 doubles, five home runs, and 41 RBIs. He's slashing 364, 408, and in AAA, 11 games so far, he has a 954 OPS. In AA, his OPS was 882. Yeah. So this guy is fucking killing it, and nobody's talking about him. I guess because he just got called up to AAA. But, yeah, but they should be right. So then, back maybe to the another whole, thing that's a factor that is he is older. He's 24. Um, right. But back but, to the whole yeah. back to the whole Norby situation. I feel like there and plus you have Ortiz kind of in your back pocket there. You could either trade Norby or OT Ortiz or both of them, frankly. Or, yeah. And Prieto is maybe a guy that you call up when the rosters expanded September, you know, get him up. Maybe he starts the year in the bigs next year. But He's a guy like package a Luke Giolito, a Joe Kelly for Connor Norby, DL Hall, and Joey Ortiz or Ramon Urias for that matter. Would you throw in Cade Povich? No, no, no. I want, I want Cade here. I want them to do that package deal for Giolito and Joe Kelly. If they do that package deal, I'm going to be an absolute. I'll probably be in Boston with Roach because that's the day of the trade deadline. I will, and I'll be. I'll be probably doing a tour of Fenway Park. I will become an a piss on the field. I don't Do care. I, yeah, need you to. I will become. I wear my O's hat that day. I will become such a menace. Oh my god! If they do anything like any sort of big splash, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have issues. Yeah, of course you have to. Um, but anyway, so that's that's Cesar Prieto. Um, in double a, uh, Judd Fabian and Kobe Mayo are just those two, <laughs> those two boys. Holy shit. And what's crazy is Judd Fabian just got there and he's yeah. like, he he's like doing better in double a than he was in Aberdeen. And then, uh, Kobe, Kobe Mayo, it just got announced that he is, uh, the he was player of the month or something the like month. that. Yeah. Which I mean, Mount Castle, sorry, buddy, you, you're out of a job. Hate to say it, but. Like the Ryan Mountcastle. Time, the more time passes, the more I want. 
and I'd rather them just just pull someone up. Yeah, dude, I completely agree. Like, I would much rather them just like, hey, sorry, Ryan Mountcastle, like, we're going to include you. He would be a guy I would be completely comfortable. He's in a 100% for Cease, a guy for I would I would be more than okay with trading for a, for a piece, 100%. So, Kobe Mayo, in the month of June, he is the, uh, the Eastern League Player of the Month. Hit 340, 1.178 OPS, 8 home runs, and 18 RBIs, just in June alone. Oof. Yeah. So, Oof. I mean, you slugger. teach that mother a silver slugger. You teach that fucker how to play first base, and boy, do you have a first baseman. Um, I know. I feel like that's something that they don't have currently is like that big power bat prospect. Like they have a bunch of really good hitters. They don't have like that big power bat. But what sucks about Mayo and is a concern for me is that he's righty. And in that field, it doesn't look like that's a that's a player. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's a piece. But you need to have a you need to have a balanced lineup. So you need to have some right. of them. Um, but look, yeah. regardless of regardless of the wall in Camden, power is going to translate, even if it's gap to gap. I think Mountcastle will disagree with you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. But I mean, Kobe Mayo is a lot cheaper than Ryan Mountcastle, and if you can get something for Ryan Mountcastle, who's a big league hitter, like could you could you imagine? I I know that it'll never happen, but could you imagine Ryan Mountcastle? Going to Boston, how many home runs he'd hit there? Well, uh, why do you say it's never going to happen? He's going to sign there. Whenever well, no, he I'm had... saying like we're we're not going to trade him there. That's oh yeah, no, 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 no. No, he's going to hit. He'll be a 30 home run, 35 home run getter in Boston, instant. Or like somewhere like Cleveland, or um, I don't know, Chicago. Maybe I could see him ended up with the Cubs. They like to spend money. I could see him yeah. ending up there. He'd hit a ton of home runs there. He would. Uh, where else? Colorado. Colorado. Oh my God. Yeah. Holy he'd he'd hit 40 a year in Colorado. Good Lord. Holy shit. But anyway, yeah, the, 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 the Orioles prospects are fucking killing it. And all this to say, we're, we haven't even mentioned the number one prospect in baseball yet. Jackson holiday. Holy Jackson holiday. I honestly like as, as, as much as I like to, you know, laugh it off when George says this Jackson holiday, the way that he plays, you look at him, you're like that, that guy could play in the bigs right now. Yeah. Feels like it. How much he's dominating, like low A or high A. Yeah, feels like he's he's very able. And uh, I know we have a bit of a source in the building, but it doesn't sound like he's going to be sticking around Aberdeen for much longer. I I think I think he's in Bowie by uh, by July thirty first. Yeah, I think I think after the Futures game, he'll spend another cup of coffees in Aberdeen, and then he'll 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 be en route to Bowie, Han. He'll have uh, he'll have a couple more sunny day cafe dates and then he's out on his way to Bowie. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, those days will be gone. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, it's RDT says it on Twitter all the time. It's a very good problem to have with all the oh my uh, God, Orioles prospects. It's a remarkable like, problem because you have to also expect that some of these guys aren't going to pan out. Right. Like. Right. Like you have to anticipate that. So just the fact you have more balance and more depth. I mean, I was just looking in 2018. Guess how many top 100 prospects the O's had? Guess. 2018? Top 100? I'm going to say... The year that they imploded everything. I'm going to say two. They had one, and he was at 98, and his name was Ryan Mountcastle. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's insane. And now they have 10? That's crazy. It's crazy. We're getting two a year since that happened. Just goes to show you how well of a job Elias and team have done, which... 
honestly, it it makes me think. I forget who I was listening to, but somebody was talking about that uh, recently, and they were like, you know, talking about the Orioles in the draft coming up. Obviously, the need is pitching, but why would you deviate from what's worked? Elias and company, their their strategy I, is whatever they do. Bats. I trust one hundred percent in this draft. Whatever they decide to go get at that point in the draft, I wouldn't be surprised if they go get a high school arm because that's normally where there's big high school arms fall if they're not like a freak athlete, but like, yeah, that's where DL hall fell. That's where Grayson fell. Like there's college or there's high school arms. It's where you kind of can snag them or is in that middle range. Um, Cause you get them when they're younger and, and it's just, I mean, that's just you develop them to how you want. So whatever they do, I trust. Yeah. I can't wait to see what they do. I'm very excited, but honestly it, at this point, I almost want them to go college bats like they have been. And then just be like, Hey, all these guys that we just drafted that are killing it in Aberdeen, take them, give us your best pitcher, you know, yeah. like, cause I mean, pretty soon here, we're going to be, we're going to be in like full blown win now mode if we aren't already. So we're going to have to start buying up some say pieces. They're in win now mode now. Right. I would agree. So they're going to have to start buying up some pieces and you using some of these guys as, uh, as trade chips. Yeah. Cause there's not enough boys to play. Right. Exactly. Uh, last guy in the farm system that I wanted to talk about is the guy that we mentioned a little bit ago. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez, Scott, I'm just going to rattle off some stats here. If you don't mind as go ahead, Jim is just wiping the floor with you right now. Uh, so Grayson Rodriguez on July 4th was his last outing. He went six innings, gave up three hits, no runs, no walks and 12 strikeouts. And Ooh. the, the stat that jumped out to me about this stat uh, start in particular <laughs> His whiff rate, Scott, he had 27 whiffs. Holy smokes. In six innings, that's 56%. Yeah, that's nasty. That's nasty. Since being down, uh, sent down to AAA, since being DFA'd, he started six games, gone 34.1 innings, oh. 21 hits, nine runs, seven of them earned, three home runs given up, 12 walks, 51 strikeouts and a 1.84 batting average. Oh my God. All that to say, get, get the dude back, bring him back up to Baltimore after the all-star break. He, he should be with the team. No excuses as to why he's not. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think they're going to like Colt. Well, so I wouldn't be surprised if so Sunday would be his day where his next run would be of games. Yep the pitch i wouldn't be surprised if they throw him then and then say okay after the break let's reset this rotation because no one's going obviously and you can reset it to how you want it to go strategically um i would i'm, I'm hoping he starts sunday because i think he should and if not Dude, sunday it makes no sense because i guess maybe they they let him maybe logistically you let him pitch one more game in triple a on sunday and then all-star break and then you bring him up his first rotation which would have been i guess whenever it would be. I don't really know where that falls. Yeah. So I, I had a tweet the other day, Kyle Bradish over his last three starts has not, or excuse me, not, not Bradish, uh, Kyle Gibson, rather Kyle Gibson over his last three starts has not been good. Cole Irvin really since rejoining the starting rotation, has just been mediocre at best. Um, and I since think you might've said to the rotation. He's kind of been what I was hoping he was going to be at the beginning of the season, but, but that's been medi Like he's been average, you know, yeah. he's not, He's not like solidifying that he deserves. Well, the that issue spot, is, is that he's being opinion. he's being a four or a five, and we already have two four and fives. So it's like exactly. Yeah, so you're not valuable to me right now. <laughs> to me, to me, what I think they should do is I think they should move Irvin to the bullpen, let 
Grayson be that four or five starter and let him get the innings. Because even if, look, if you're going to send out Cole Irvin or you're going to send out Kyle Gibson every fifth day and they're going to give up, you know, six, seven hits, go five or six innings. Now, Gibson, I think it, he started the first game in, in New York and he went six or seven, uh, he, gave he up. He pitched on uh, 4th of July. He pitched on 4th of July, right. And he went six and a third, went maybe, six, or six plus. Was six innings, four runs, three hits. So he wasn't awful. And that was his best start over the last three starts that he's made. But his two previous were just were bad, dumb, bad starts. Dumpers. So that to me is like, okay, Kyle Gibson, he's he's good enough to take that fourth spot. Give Grayson that yeah. five spot. Move Irvin to the bullpen. Give your middle relief some sort of help. And let Grayson get his work every fifth day. Because your offense, you have to imagine, the offense is not going to be as cold as they've been over the last week and a half. I hope not, man. They've been brutal. And Grayson, like, he's he's showing you that AAA is doing him no good. He's fucking mowing through these guys. So just get him up. Let him work in the bigs. He'll figure it out. He needs. He just needs the innings. He needs the reps. And he'll get He'll get where he needs to be. I, 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 I'm fully confident yeah. that he will. No, I think it's time for him to be up. It's it's July. It's time to go with him. He needs to get rocking. Uh, yeah, I absolutely agree. Speaking of pitching real quick, agree. we cannot go without mentioning um, my man Dean Kramer last night. Holy shit. I was, yeah, that's a great point. Dean fucking dealt last night he looked like he looked like he was a man on a mission yeah he looked pissed off for some reason well i mean i feel like he's just right on that fringe of losing his job dude like like i yeah. feel like he's pitching with some 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 most of desperation a little little piss and vinegar yeah Ugh. and i mean Hopefully we get means back in the near future, which I don't know what's going on there. No, I don't either. He's not even thrown off a mound yet. They said, yeah, they said after the all-star break and that's looking more like a September edition. If that, if that, that might be a playoff run thing, which I'm a little worried because John means is not super young. Yeah. I, I, that's concerning for sure. But anyway, so it sounds like Dean is probably just going to hold that rotation spot until means gets back whenever that may be yeah um but yeah no i think you're right i think you know we kind of touched on it a little bit last week dean is is feeling the pressure a little bit he knows that he's gotta he's he gotta earn to it that something's coming either it's grayson or whether it's means or a trade piece like he knows something's gonna happen and mm-hmm. obviously if it's grayson then that means it's gonna be cole Irvin that gets the bump but then when means comes back if it's anytime soon that all indications point that that would have to be him. Um, so I, I don't know, man. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, I, I I'm with you, but hopefully all these questions will be answered pretty soon. Um, last thing regarding the Orioles and really just regarding baseball as a whole that I want to talk about home run derby and all-star rosters have been announced. Adley's going up to compete in the home run derby, which that'll be awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think it's going to be dope. It's his hometown. Um, his dad's throne, which is sick. Um, I'm more so just knowing the history of that event. I'm a little nervous. Um, but if, if, if you saw it with Trey, that was so cool. I mean, very different reasonings why it was so cool. But just, yeah. you know, Miguel Tejada, when he did it in 07, I think it was, or 06, somewhere in that range. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, I mean, they're awesome, dude. It's a blast to watch. I love the home run derby. I get pumped for it every year. Um, I hope he does well. I'll, come Monday night, I'm going to be juiced up for the guy. I'm going to be pumped. Um, and I hope he does great. I, I, like, 
what a what a perfect person to go do that. I'm with you, dude. I so I was a little bit nervous when I first saw the the announcement, and honestly, I I completely forgot like that's kind of basically where he's from, um, which again makes all the sense from the all MLB the as to why yep. they would want him. Um, but no, I like you said the 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 aftermath of what some of the guys that participate in it year over year. It's what had me worried, but maybe it's just me trying to be optimistic. Adley's kind of been struggling at the plate a little bit, so maybe it'll be good for him to just kind of let loose and try to hit some bombs. Starter a little bit, yeah, yeah. He's just you know he gets out there, he's having fun. His dad's throwing to him, he's taking BP, and you know he's trying to hit some tanks for the kids. So maybe maybe it's a reset that he needs. I don't know, but I'm look, I'm excited. Well, he's, he's hitting better the last week or so. He has, he has, he absolutely has. He had the home run uh, Friday night against who do we play? And then uh, he's had a couple doubles since, but. No, I, dude, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, it kind of sucks that he's the eight seed and he's got a, he's got a tough draw. Who's um, he have? He has. Hold on one sec. I wrote it down. He has Luis Robert in the first. I round. ain't scared of shit. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Um, so I actually, I have the odds up in front of me. Uh, Pete Alonso is the favorite, oh, and yeah. Pete Alonso is not the overall number one uh, seed. Pete Alonso is the second seed. Uh, but Pete Alonso is the favorite at plus three twenty. Vlad Guerrero, second shortest odds at plus three fifty. Luis Robert, 480. Julio Rodriguez, who may be my dark horse in this tournament, uh, plus 500. Adolis Garcia, plus 550. Randy Rosarena, plus 850. Mookie Betts, plus 1500. And Adley Rutschman has the longest odds at plus 2500. I still think they need to throw a futures prospect in that event. So my dad actually brought up a really good point last night. He said, how sick would it be if you had a legend, like come and do this, yeah. like Ken especially Griffey. that's exactly what I said, because it's in Seattle. Could you imagine how fucking awesome it would be if you had Ken Griffey versus Jackson holiday or like a future star? Like, could you imagine how sick that would be and let one Dude, of those that would guys be go really, up? That would be really freaking cool. That would be awesome. And like, honestly, I wish the MLB would do that because, and this year, obviously it's too late to do it now, but this year would have been the perfect year because Griffey, He's not in the, the best shape, but he can still swing it. I've seen it. Like he's yeah, he during his still... WBC days, he was hitting some bombs there during batting practice. I think he'd be exactly. All right. He could. He can. He can still swing it. I'm sure of it. Oh, imagine Bonds. Yeah, dude, Barry would be awesome. Or like, obviously, or like even maybe... like even if like one year you went to Baltimore and you wanted to bring back like Jonesy or or Davis, Davis. Or right? Yeah, even like Cal, that would be sick. Yeah, dude. Could you could you imagine Bill in one of those things? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that would be funny. No, you'd probably be upset that there was a home run derby and somehow it's disrespectful to the game. Yeah, probably. But anyway, no, I I'm I'm really excited for Adley. I might sprinkle a little bit on him at plus twenty five hundred. Yeah, you know because yeah. It, he feels giggles. like he feels like you know he could get he could get caught in the moment and catch fire and you know you never know what happens. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but no, I'm I'm excited for it. I I'm like you. Come Monday night, I'm gonna be fucking amped. I'm, I'm all in. Once absolutely. Monday night comes, I'm I'm fired up. They got too many games coming up here in the next couple of days that like the Hermit Derby isn't even in my thought process right now. But um, no, once Monday comes, I'm all in. All in on that. I yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. In terms of the All Star rosters, I don't really think there were a ton of surprises. Um, so obviously the the Orioles have Hazy, four. Hazy was a big surprise for me. Hazy being on the roster or not starting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he by the numbers, he should have been an all-star by all accounts. Yeah, but, but yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. Um, I think it's 
I think the fact that the Rangers have four starters is a bit surprising. Um, a good year though. They're having a good year, but like, in my opinion, maybe I'm just biased, but like, I think Adley should be starting over Jonah Heim. No, you don't think so? Jonah Heim's having a massive season. Whatever. Adley's better. Um, Aaron Judge is starting, even though he's been hurt. Makes no for fucking the last sense. Month. That's, that's stupid. Like, that is where Hayes should be starting because, like, Hayes is on the team. Judge is hurt. Okay, perfect. Hayes, you're going to start now because Aaron Judge is quite literally, like, not playing baseball. Yeah. That one, that one kind of annoyed me a little bit. Uh, Mike Trout, he just got hurt and he's in the starting lineup. So I think that one maybe makes a little bit more sense. Um, but Shohei and Austin Hayes, in my opinion, should be starting outfielder. Shohei's a starting DH, which I don't, I don't understand that. Why does that make any sense? Can you explain that to me? Why is Shohei not a starting outfielder and he's a starting DH? Because sometimes baseball is just allergic to having fun and he should pitch. Yes. Well, he's on there as a pitcher and a, a hitter. So I'm sure he's going to pitch. Um, if he doesn't, I just, I'm mad as hell. No, he has to. There's no way that they don't put him on the mound. There's just no way. If you're the angels, do you let it happen? I mean, it doesn't really sound like they have much of a choice now that Mike Trout's done their seasons over. Yeah, but right. So especially now you want, you want Shohei healthy to get a return. I don't know, man. Do we think Shohei gets traded? No, I don't think he gets traded for a second. I think I think they're gonna play it out. They're gonna try and keep him, and he's just gonna be like, nope. You know what? Fuck you. I want to go to a team that actually wants to win. Boston. God, if he goes to Boston, Scott, I'm I not kidding. I'm gonna vomit. I'm gonna hurt someone. I will, I will vomit. I can't have Rochi that happy. I can't. Uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt someone for real. I'm I'm sticking with my guns. He's going to San Francisco. That's where he's gonna end up. No chance, dude. Just let me have this, okay? No, no, it's fine. It it actually your reasoning does make sense. It does make sense. <laughs> Um, the only other thing that really kind of stood out to me about the NL uh, was that Col- Corbin Carroll is starting, and it didn't stand out to me because he doesn't deserve it. He absolutely deserves it. But I mean, the guy's a rookie and he's starting in in the All Star game. I thought that was really cool. Oh yeah, he's a he's a monster, dude. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Um, I you you kind of said it. I think the the home run derby is exciting every year, regardless of who's in it. Um, and to me, the home run derby is everything that the uh, NBA's dunk contest should be. Yep. They've done such a great job with it over the last couple of years, kind of tweaking it and making changes year by year to like make it a better product. So I'm super excited. And the fact that Adley's in it is just a, it's an added bonus. Yeah. It's going to be cool. Yeah. So I'm pumped. Uh, like I said, I think my two bets are going to be uh, Julio and I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on Adley. Just, you know, why not? Nice. Um, but Julio, I mean, home ballpark. Why not? Yeah. No, that's cool. Makes sense. I like him as like him as a dark horse. If I have any more plays come, uh, come Monday night, I'll have the intern put them out. But as of now, I like I like Julio and I like Adley. Nice. Uh, Scott, that was about all I had in terms of baseball uh, for this uh, for this episode. Do you have anything before we go ahead and move on into our top five draft? No, no. I'm excited to watch them tonight. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's uh, I, I God, I hope they win this one. I hope they could. Oh, it's so funny. If they win this game, it makes that like a split in New York. You take that all day, but losing three or 100%. four, you're like, fuck. 100%. And honestly, you know, I was looking back on the last like week or so since uh, I have it written down here since June 23rd, they're five and seven, which over the last two weeks, like that's not as bad as I feel like they've been playing. They've, they've been playing bad. They have, they have, they have, but I know, I mean, two games under 500 in that stretch, like you're going to have stretches yeah. like that. And yeah. for them to yeah. only be two games under 500, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. I would agree. So yeah, I would love to get out of New York with a with a, 
a oh split. my god <laughs> the matchup tonight pitching wise favors us too i agree and i don't know if you saw it i just actually uh a couple minutes ago aaron hicks was a uh, late scratch to the lineup i wonder what's going on there i don't like that colton cows are starting in center field tonight by the way who's playing right or left Frazier is in left, which I hate. Oh my god! And Santander is in right. Oh my god! Who's playing second? You, uh, Westberg. Oh okay, okay. And Urias is playing third. Could you imagine if fucking Elias traded Aaron Hicks? Why isn't Why isn't Cedric playing the outfield? He's DHing. I don't know. Hyde or Hyde probably wants to give him another rest day. I don't, makes no sense. Interesting. Okay. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into our top five draft. Top five draft in honor of the holiday this week. We are going to be doing. No, this week. You're right. No, this week. We're going to be doing top five Fourth of July things. So very broad topic. Um, But everybody has those things that they do every Fourth of July. So Mm. we're going to be doing. I cannot name. We're going to be doing our top five draft. Scott, since I had the first pick first peak this week so without further ado scott you are on the clock number one is miller light just miller light miller light there's nothing like cracking over in that ice cold can of miller light when we were at georgie's which by the way phenomenal host phenomenal host did a great job i cracked open that miller i took that 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 first nice ice chilled sweating can of the fine Pilsner, give me it, dude. I'm all in on the Miller Lite. Miller Lite, number one. So you're just taking Miller Lite? That's my number one? Correct, yes. Miller Lite. Like drinking a Miller Lite. Okay. Miller Lite, first pick of 4th of July things in the top five draft. Um, so I'm, I, I didn't have that on my board. I did not have just <laughs> Miller Lite on my board. <laughs> In the in in full transparency, no. um. So, for my first pick in the top five draft of Fourth of July, Christ, things, if you say freedom, I'm gonna kill you. You know, I thought about it, but I was like, that I can't be. That's too corny. That's too corny. I would reach uh, through this screen and strangle you. With my first pick, I'm gonna take cooking out. That's a good one. That's a that's a that's a very respectful one. When I think of Fourth of July, and honestly, I think I'm I think I'm comfortable speaking for most of our listeners here. When I think of Fourth of July, one of the first things that pops into my head is burgers, sitting dogs, outside, sweating your balls off, and sausages, having a burger and hot dog. When somebody standing over a grill of some sort, grilling <laughs> yeah. the cookout food, Sunny, all of sweaty. it. Mm-hmm. So with my first pick, I'm taking cooking out the food, the now, barbecue. Does that mean now I can't take food? Like a certain food? Well, I think if it falls under the, like, you know, cookout food. Like bullshit. Well, I mean. You can't just say food. You took Miller Lite, dog. Yeah. I, I Better than just saying, I like drinking. Okay, well, no. I, I need to specify. So now I can't sit here and say, like, I love having a hot dog or a burger. Like, that's stupid. Well, that there are other things in 4th of July that falls under cooking out. Cooking at is the thing you do. It's not what you eat. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's, no, that's fine. fine. I'll take it. You can keep it. You can keep no, it. No, 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 no. That's actually a good point. I will take the act of cooking out. 
the socialization. Sure. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, my number two pick. No, no, no. no you it's have my pick. two. You have We're two. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Snaking around. Snake. Snake. It's weird when there's only two. I'm sorry. So this is tough. I didn't think I would have as many of my uh, first round graded things on the board here. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw one out there, and you can tell me if it's too similar to your pick. Okay. You you can you can veto it if if it doesn't fly. I'm gonna take drinking beers with the boys. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. That, that's good because you took Miller Light with your first pick, so I don't want to. I don't want to. It's, step it's there. the same thing, but like I'm saying, I only want Miller Light as my drink of beverage. You're saying you just want to have a beer, like yeah, like having a beer with the boys and the yeah. the family, the friend. Boys is all encompassing, by the way. That's not just like strictly males. Sure, having a beer with with the fellas. So I took now. Let me just put this out there. I took having a Miller Light. I kind of took that as people would understand having a Miller light in a social crowd, not just sitting there by myself, sipping on like a cup of coffee. Like, okay, well that, that's what I was asking. Like if that was going to infringe, no, like having a Miller light out with the friends, out with the fam, like very similar to your pick, but you're saying beer in general. I'm saying I want Miller light in that situation. And that's another thing too. Like, I don't just mean beer specifically, like beers is all in like beer, white claw, high noon, any sort of drink, just drinking, socializing, hanging Whatever out. Whatever I was slugging on, Saturday, on on Tuesday, that counts. Right, exactly. Right. All right. So that then I think we're. I'll say yeah. drinking. I'll say drinking with friends. Yeah. Just to and be. I will say Miller okay. Light with friends. And celebration. I'll. For you, I'll put drinking Miller Light. For me, I'll put drinking with. With friends, just to yeah. okay. differentiate. That's fine. All right now. You have your second and third pick. Number two is Kristen Bechtel or my wife, Kristen Bradley, wearing a sundress on Fourth of July. It gets me all riled up. It gets it gets me gets me in the correct state of mind for the fireworks. Number three. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna write sundresses. No, Kristen in the sundress. I'm not talking about other women. I'm talking about my wife in a sundress. Okay. Makes me want to become a father. All right. Your third pick. So my third pick, um, watching baseball. I love, I've said this from day one that I, well, not day one. One of the things that I've hated is that every sport has a day, right? Baseball needs to do their big field of dreams game on the night of 4th of July. And they need to do it like the Sandlot, get fucking fireworks going off in the middle of an inning and set up the moment like Sandlot at the Field of Dreams. And it needs to be 4th of July, and it needs to be a good matchup. I'm sorry. No, I hear you. That's a good point. I literally, So baseball. Baseball on 4th of July is my third pick. Baseball was going to be my next pick. That's a good pick. Yeah, thank you. And I completely agree, by the way. You've mentioned that a number of times about doing the 4th of July thing. Needs to, done. Needs to be done. Football has Thanksgiving. Basketball has Christmas Day. <laughs> baseball, needs, New Year's. baseball needs to have the 4th of July. Completely agree. Um, well, but like right. it does. It's the only sport going on. Like, why the hell would you not showcase it that day? I just no, don't. I, you have absolutely. a bunch of games starting at the same time. Like, put one on later for a night game. And like, if you think ratings would be low to that, you're insane. Because at that point of the day, if you put that game on at eight, the ratings might be a little low, but it's in this. It would sell out, and you would. It would just be perfect. If you want to do it in the afternoon, do it in the afternoon. But play your Field of Dreams game. Either the, the day of 4th of July or the day after 4th of July and play it there. I'm sorry. I agree. I agree. Well said. 
Uh, okay, so I this is my third pick. With my third pick, man, this is tough. Um, I'm going to take going to the beach or the lake, just being on Damn water. It. I was gonna say being on a body of water. Yeah. Yep. I knew. Pool, I knew it was by a pool, by like whatever. Like I needed to be near water. Good pick. That was gonna be my I, next. I, one. I knew it was gonna be up there for you. I'm honestly, I'm surprised you didn't jump on it to this point. But anyway, so that's my pick. Going, being on the water. That's yeah, that's pick. gonna be my good, third good pick. Good job there. Good job there. Um, god damn, this is another tough one. I have so many that I could choose from. Um, I'm just gonna take playing golf. Playing golf, Fourth of July, obviously summer holiday, something that a lot of people do during the summer, but particularly during Fourth of July, people have off days. People like to get out, play golf. I tried to get a, uh, I tried to get a tee time at some point this week while I was off and it was slammed. So I'm going to take playing golf over the 4th of July. Nice. That's kind of like, you know what I think that we don't do enough and I'm going to ask us to do it this year. What? I would like to play golf closer to Thanksgiving. Like yeah, a celebration. Yeah. yeah, we did it. For, we did it for your birthday. A couple, what, like two, a, a year or two ago, three, three years, two years ago. And it was yeah. awesome. And that was it was fantastic. I completely agree. Just get a bunch of, like get like 12 people out there. Just do a big thing. Go do it like a like a turkey, turkey, a turkey drive. But yeah, good good pick with with golf there. Good job. Thanks. All right, Scott, you have uh the fourth and final pick. Or oh, I say right, your fourth four and, and your I'm fifth, five. which will be your final. Yeah, my I got you. Number four, and this is a weird one, but it's one that I always think about. Is the fourth of July. It has something that Christmas has, and there's something in the air on 4th of July that, like, when I looked at, like, my, one of my things that I always think about when I was a kid with 4th of July is that at that dusk time at 4th of July, and you're in your childhood neighborhood, and their kids and families are all out, and you're just seeing, it's a little dreamy in a sense. So I'm talking about that 4th of July aesthetic of just the vibe. It's a very, like, it's a party day, baby. We're getting drunk. We're smashing fireworks. We're blowing shit up. We're celebrating freedom slightly and just having a great day i'm gonna say the fourth of july i don't want to say aesthetic because that's different for some i'm just saying just like you wake up and you know it's fourth the anticipation of july. like the holiday anticipation yeah, like like you wake up and you know it's fourth of july by just the way it looks it just feels like fourth of july the i like the banners i like the flags i like i like all of it I all right so it. i'm gonna i'm gonna write holiday anticipation the 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 the, the patriotness of the day. I'm a cool. I'm a fan of it. Okay, I got gotcha. you. You know what I mean. And then yeah, number five. Shoot, man, this is tough because you've taken a couple of mine that I would really have liked. Um, number five. This is one, but I feel like that's in your grilling. Damn it. No, it's not. I'm a big fan on one day of the year, and we didn't have it this year, and I was a little sad. By the way, you're yelling at. I wanted fucking macaroni salad or potato salad. It's what I needed, and we didn't have it. So macaroni and potato salad? It was like I only have it one day a year normally, and I, I associate it with Fourth of July. You know, there you was took potato my two salad ones I that I really wanted, and I hate you for it. So I was just out. I didn't know what to go with. Mac there was potato salad at George's, by the way, on Tuesday. I just you must have missed it. Damn it. All right. Can I change it? Can you? You, yeah. you? you announced the card. Yeah, go ahead. I'll let you change, change it. Change a card. 
it's just the family gathering of the day. Family gathering. Okay. I get to see All some right. family and friends. Laugh. I laughed a bunch on Tuesday. It was good. It was a good day. All right. I'll give it to you. Um, okay. Good pick. So that was your fifth and final pick. Fifth I have final. one pick left. I have one pick left. God, this is this is tough. This is tough. This was tough um, this week. I'll be honest. It was tough. This, yeah, this was a tough one. Um, I, you know, I have to do it. We mentioned him at the top. Joey Chestnut winning the hot dog contest. I'm gonna. Ha- I, I have wanted to, to mention it, but I have to do it. I have yeah. to do it. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna take that as my. Your list is good. Pick. You got a good list. You got a good draft. I think I bounced back from losing last week. You, you took last week. Last week got a bit contentious online, but. Well, listen. I don't like the. Can I just speak for you? I didn't like the hate you were getting. The only oh. thing that I thought was deserving, Cool Ranch Doritos are. They're fine. They're not the best Dorito. They're not. Yes, they are. Yes. I they mean, are. they're not. They are. It's There's, just a fact. I thought you got way too much hate, and I thought I got way too much fucking hate for the Twin Snakes. Everyone who's never had them, you can go sit on it and spin, and I know there is someone on Twitter, and I'm actually going to name him. John Rowland, you bastard. You have had Twin Snakes, and I had them with you the last time we played golf, and you said, damn, these smack. And I'm mad at him. All he does is shit on me. And he likes Adam Frazier. He has no room to talk. You're yelling. <laughs> hey, guess what? You're yelling at me. You call this a slick back? It's a pushback. Um, he all he does is shit on me on Twitter. It's all he does. Now, I will say, I've never had twin snakes. But, like, I mean, yes, I know what have. the – No, I haven't. I swear to God, I have not. I've never had them. But, look, it, gummy worms and things of that nature – it's a very popular, yeah, it's very the gummy worm thing. I'm like, Yo. yeah, I didn't understand why you were getting like flamed for that. Yeah. I didn't like that. You were getting flamed for your Doritos at one. Like I'm like, yo, it's a Dorito. And to me, Dorito is the number one snack. I just didn't like your choice of the Dorito. Cause I think there's just better flavors, well, but like, wrong. but like I was getting assaulted by these people. <laughs> like, Holy hell. I thought butter popcorn at five was great value. Yeah, I agree. Like movie theater popcorn, that's yeah, a, that's a dude, good value. Are you yeah. kidding? Holy shit. You know what? By the way, you know what else I wanted to, to slide in? I don't know if it fits into this. Not like our 4th of July one, but the snack one last week is a McDonald's Coke. Oh, my God. That cured my hangover on Wednesday. Holy so shit. I actually, when we were spitballing ideas to do drafts, uh, I wrote down fast food items, not like Oh, no, no, no. That's a good one. Like specific good items. One. But, uh, overall items. All items across fast food. Mm. So maybe we do that in the coming weeks because I think that one could get really oh, good. Also ask Kevin Bradley if he would like to be our 69th episode guest. And he, the light that came from his face, he's all in. That makes me so happy. He, I asked him, I said, would you have rather it been on your birthday year or 69? He said, God, no. I don't want people to know how old I am. He goes, I like 69. It's a great number. Nice. God, that yeah. makes me so happy. Yeah. Uh, all right. So second wave podcast, top five draft in the books. Scott, your one. you took two of my ones. Pretty like the, the sitting by body of water was going to be my three or my I knew four. that was high up there for you. I yeah. had to take it. I had to jump yeah. on Miller it. and Kristen had to be at the top. And then everything else was kind of where my draft would reset. And, and you kind of just, you jumped on it and it's good. Good draft. So Scott, your team is Miller light. Number one. Sundresses, specifically his yep. wife in a sundress. Yes, thank you. Watching baseball at three. The patriotic slash holiday anticipation at four. And family gatherings at five. Yeah. My team is cooking out, 
Cooking ass. Beers, beers with the boys. Being on water. Playing golf. And Joey Chestnut slash the hot dog. Contest. Yeah, that's a great look. That's a great team. You won this one. I feel like this is going to be a runaway. Yeah. No, you did. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get in trouble, but like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, that was fun. Uh, some honorable mentions. I had a ton here that I could have gone with. Uh, so a big one for me was cornhole uh, slash yard games. Yeah, we didn't play with cornhole this year. We didn't. And like in years past, we've done like cornhole. We've had spike ball. Spike ball. Um, in another sort of like subcategory, I had drinking games. So like beer die, yeah. beer pong, uh, whatever else kids are playing these days. Pool games, reindeer right. games. I had a uh, wiffle ball. I know that's a big 4th of July. Growing up, me oh. and my family would play wiffle ball every oh, year yeah. on 4th of July. We would play for hours. Um, nobody took fireworks, which... Shit sucks. Overrated. The um, older I get, the more I am becoming anti-fireworks because it really fucks with some people. So it sucks. Yeah. I mean, I said it to you guys on Tuesday. You see one fireworks show, you've seen them all. Yeah. I mean, like, and I made this point. If you go to Disney and you hate fireworks, that's your own damn fault. You can go leave, go back to the hotel. You can completely avoid them. I didn't see one fireworks show at Disney when we were there. Didn't see one. Now in crossing, you might see them when you're driving home. Right, right. Didn't stay. To see, you can avoid it. Fourth of July, there's people who can't escape it, and I feel bad for them. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, this is one that I thought for sure you were going to take, boating. Well, when you took being on water, I kind of took that as that. But, yeah, I mean, that, yeah. yeah. Uh, patriotic clothing, that kind of goes hand in hand with the one that you took. Mm. Um, and then the only other one that I had was days off work slash long weekends. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. So. Yeah, true. And I honestly, my life, when I used to work at Ripken, like we would work Fourth of July weekends and work on Fourth of July. So I've really never really had a career where I've been off on Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I think that one went well. I uh, honestly, I surprising. Uh, I I thought for sure you were going to take being on the water because of how big of a water guy you were. I was shocked that guy. I got that. I, where I got that it. one dropped. Would I take it three again? At three, you took watching baseball, baseball which was a good pick. I uh, yeah, I, I wanted to jump on that one because I figured you would take it, and I I was that was literally going to be my on next water pick was in that. there, but I didn't think you liked being on water, so I thought maybe it would fall and I could get it at four, but. It didn't. I love being on the water. That's a great pick. Yeah. We'll try to uh, try right. to one, maybe. <laughs> Second wave podcast, top five draft in the books. Next week, we will do another one, obviously. Uh, topic to be determined. Yeah. But we'll get there. Um, Scott, that was all I had for this week. Let's go ahead and get out of here. Last order of business. Shout outs. Shout outs. I got two, and they're selfish. One is me. I've been working like a dog. And I'm exhausted and getting up at 5 a.m. doing some studying, going to sleep, doing studying, working my balls off. So just props to me. I'm working really hard and I'm proud of myself and I'm getting good rewards for it and I'm getting good grades. My body feels great. I feel good. So I'm proud of myself. Number two is this pup right here. He had his first day of being, uh-oh, being by himself for like more than like four hours. He was, I was at work today for a solid seven hours and uh, he has never been by himself for more than like five hours. So he, he crushed it. I got home. He was a happy pup. Now look at him. I'm home and he's sleeping on me, dude. He almost yeah. had a heat stroke today. It was a little scary. We went out for a walk and like he started acting weird out in the heat. He was walking real slow. I picked that puppy up and I said, we're getting inside. And we just, we just laid down together. Love the dog, dude. He's a great dog. Yeah, he is a good dog. Good he shout out. Good dog. 
Thanks. Uh, so my shout outs this week, I also have two. <clears throat> One goes out to our guy, George. Um, Shmi, oh, yeah, 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 has. yeah. Yeah, that's my three. 2A, whatever. Yeah, we're Mark. Hosted, hosted a lovely 4th of July party on lovely. Tuesday. Did did all of it himself. I think this was the first time he really had to do everything by himself. He had, you know, his, his house and he, he did it without help. So shout out to him. Put on a great party. Had a wonderful time. Um, and my second one goes to Ellie De La Cruz. Last night, he hit two tanks oh. against the Nats. Oh. And his shove it up Davey Martinez's Did ass. you hear what the Reds announcer said when they were checking his, like, knob? Which, woof. When they no, were checking his bat knob. Um, they were like, they were like, what are they doing? And the guy goes, you know what, you know what Ellie should do? Go pick that thing up, go sign it, and give it to Davey Johnson. <laughs> or give it to Davey Martinez. Honestly, dude, he should have. Dave Martinez, what a fucking clown wants to He's talk an about idiot. antics. And, and if we're going to say at the end of the game is antics, brother, two weeks ago you were laying down arguing balls and strikes. Shut up. You're an idiot. I, I hate Dave Martinez, but anyway, he good ran, for he ran good for into Ellie. a World Series run. It's the only reason why people think he was semi decent as a manager. He sucks. But I'm happy Ellie did what he did. Like Ellie, love it. love it. He's an electric. He's a fucking lightning rod to Incredible. begin with. Incredible. And the fact that he just is not shy about letting people know makes it, it even dude. better. He's exactly. I he's, love it. We need more Ellie De La Cruz's in baseball. We need. We need. Yes, every like. Now I'll say this: I don't want every player to be like him because then it makes right, me not appreciate right. those types of players. Um, but I love the the. I love it. I love every bit of it. Bat flip, throw the bat into the dugout for all I care. Speaking of which, shout out the Yankees camera guy, Jesus God. Oh yeah, tease and piece of that guy, brother. Could you imagine looking into the lens and all of a sudden you're watching and you just get freaking domed right on the noggin. Right on the noggin, dude. Right in like the right in the nose. Yeah, that just that sounds so painful. Can Teasing you like imagine that what that felt like? No. Oh, see, I've gotten hit in the face with a ball like unexpectedly one or two times in my life. And so I know I that know like I have. that like well, I got concussed with getting well, hit yeah. in the head. And then I got that one right up the schnoz in high school. Dude, it's not fun. And I didn't even get it like halfway to that. I almost made a kid pass out once who wasn't paying attention. And I was throwing like you know playing catch and i threw a hummer right in on tryouts i was playing you know i was like a sophomore junior and i was just like i found the kid that looked nervous and so i was like hey buddy let's play some catch and i i wasn't i was talking to my buddy and i like reared back and threw i was trying to loosen up this kid wasn't paying attention drilled him right in the chest and this kid oh. like you would have thought he got hit by a barrett 50 cal he like went flying back laid down and was like i thought i killed him legitimately thought i killed a kid Oh, good lord! Well, yeah, glad awesome. you, glad you didn't. Yeah, no, me too. I would have been scarred for life. But anyway, yeah, teasing piece of that guy because that was that was brutal. That um, was awful. Could have been avoided if it wasn't for Adam Fraser. Good sign. Yeah, good for him. My hero. <laughs> or the spocker. Uh, <laughs> all right, that about wraps it up. Uh, episode sixty-one in the books. Uh, everybody have a great weekend. Be safe. Have fun. Uh, Scott, go ahead and take it. Especially now, stay hydrated. Holy Christ. Get some water in you. Well said. Keep going. Peace. Like you gave me superpowers. superpowers 
Never let me 